Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erevin Daf Samach Hey. We're starting Samach Dalad Omer Beis. The bottom line, the sixth word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored by Shos Rav Naftali Halevi Ben Chana. Hashem should grant him a refuah shleima bekar of mamish. Now we're in the middle of discussing the effects wine can have on a person. And the Gemara says, Amar Sheishes Mishum Rabbelaz Ben Azaria Yochani Liftaros Kol Elim Kulei Minadin. I'm able to absolve the entire world from judgment with my reasoning. Miyam Shachar Besamikdash Vad Achshav from all the sins that they've done from the day the Besamikdash was destroyed all the way up until now. Shemar says in the Pasik, Lachain, therefore, Shemina Zois, listen now to this. Ania, poor one, ushuras They're drunk and not from wine. The same way that a drunk person, he does something and he's not responsible for that. So too, the Yidin, they're drunk but not from wine. The reason why they do all their averes is because of all the tsars and the difficulties and trials and tribulations they go through. Therefore, Hashem can't hold us responsible for it. Now the Gemara says, Mesve, Shikar, someone who's drunk, if he sells something or purchases something, that's valid. If he doesn't aver, that he would be chayav misa for him in so he gets killed by Bezdin. Malkus, if he deserves Malkus, then they give him Malkas. The rule is, he's like a sane, aware person for everything. So how could we say that everyone's going to be putter because they're like a drunk person? A drunk person is high for everything that he does. So the Gemara says, a drunk person is putter from not having concentration during davening. So that's talking about from tefillah, meaning all the verse that we did, he's able to absolve from using this Pasuk. That doesn't mean all the verse. It means just not having proper concentration during davening. He says, this is only talking about if a person is not as drunk as light was. If someone's as drunk as light was, then he's pot from everything and he's not responsible for anything that he does. And the Gemara continues, Anyone that's mafik magain, he passes over magain, which is tefillah, at a time when he's haughty, which means when he's drunk, they close and seal difficulties for him, meaning they're not going to give him tsaris because he didn't daven when he was drunk. Shinamar the Pasuk says, Gaiva, a drunk person, afiki meginim, Passes by Tfila, Sagar, Chaisim Tsar, difficulties are going to be closed and sealed for him. And the Gemara says, My mash with the high Afik Lashendiburihu. How do we know that this word Afik means to pass over something? The Chsivit says another Pasuk, Achai Bagdu, Kemai Nochal, Ka'afik Nechalam Yavairu. My brothers have betrayed me like a stream, like the movement of streams they have passed by. So we see this Lashon of Afik is Lashon of passing over or passing by something. Now we have a different understanding. Rabbi Yechonamar, he says, Itmar. It's talking about someone that doesn't express Tfila, not someone that passes. Passes by tefillah, someone that doesn't express tefillah when he's drunk. My mashma the high mafik listen to Guluhu. How do we know this lashon of mafik means revealing or expressing? The chesivit says in the pasuk, "Vayiro afikemayim," and afikemayim became visible. Vayigalu maistei's tevel, and the foundations of earth were revealed. So we see his lashon of afike has to do with revealing. So here we understand not to reveal tefillah or not to express tefillah when you're drunk. The Gemara says, "Mechti kray mashma bein lamar bein lamar." We have two psukim, and each one supports each of these opinions. So my benayo, what's the practical nafkamina? The Gemara says, "Ikbenayo." The difference is the Rav Rav Sheshes drank a little bit too much. He gave his sleep over to his attendant. Rashi says, he told his attendant, let me sleep for a little bit, but wake me up when it's time to daven. Mar Islay Rav Sheshes or Mar Leslie Rav Sheshes? Rav Yechon would agree with what Rav Sheshes did. However, Rav Chanina says, you have to pass over tefillah. And the only way you could do that is if you sleep until you wake up yourself, but not that someone else wakes you up. And the Gemara continues, Anyone whose mind is not settled, he shouldn't daven. When a person's in pain, 
pain or he's having a difficult time, he should not paskin, which means he also shouldn't daven. Reb Chanina, on the day that he got upset, loy matzah, he wouldn't daven. Amar, he said, Batsar al Yeriksif, we have this pasuk. Mar Ukva, Shusa, on a day that the southern wind was blowing, loy have enough Bedina, he wouldn't go out to the bezin to paskin because his mind wasn't settled. Amar of Nachum Yitzchak, Hilchasa, in order to paskin halacha, some girsai say, even in order to sit and learn properly, Bayat Silusa, Kiyemidistana, it needs clarity of mind, like the day that the northern wind is blowing, which is very positive, pleasant wind, which causes you to feel good. Amar Abai, E Amrili Aim, if my mother asks me, Karv Kutcha, Pass the kutach, loy tenaya, I can't learn already. Meaning, if I'm asked to perform some sort of mundane task, such as passing something across the table, I'm already unsettled and unable to learn. I'm a rava, the gillian changes it to ravina, e kina, if I'm bitten by a louse, loy tenaya, I can't learn properly. And marbered ravina, avdalay ime, his mother made for him, zayin mani, lazayin yami, seven changes of clothing for seven days, so that he wouldn't have lice filled clothing, and therefore he could learn properly. And about learning properly, I'm ravi huda, loy every laila el lashinta, the night was created for sleeping. The moonlight was only created for learning, so you could learn at night. They told Rebzeir, Your teachings are very sharp. He told them, Because they're from the daytime, meaning I learned these things during the day, so therefore it was much clearer to me. And the daughter of Rebchizda told him, You don't need to sleep a little bit. He told her, Soon a day that's long and short that's going to come, and I could sleep a lot. That's talking about after death, you could sleep a lot, it's very long, Long. However, it's very short because you're not able to perform mitzvahs or learn Torah. So therefore, I'm going to try to cram it all in now before I die. We work during the day, meaning we sit and we learn during the day because that's when we have a clear mind. He would borrow and then pay back. Rashi said he had a set learning schedule. However, if something came up that took his time away, so he would borrow that time and then he would pay it back at nighttime where he would complete his entire learning schedule. And now back to having proper concentration while davening. Someone that comes from a long journey, he should not daven for three days. Shinemar says in the Pasek, and I gathered them to the river that comes to Ava, and we rested there three days, and then I was able to have Bina, I was able to have proper understanding only after resting for three days. And more about this, Avod the father of when he came from a journey, he went down for three days because his mind wasn't properly settled. Shmuel went down in a house that had beer in it because the fumes bothered him and he wasn't able to properly concentrate. Rav Papa, he went down in a house that had this fried fish because the smell bothered him. And the Gemara says, anyone that's appeased by drinking wine, let's say he got upset at someone and by drinking wine, he's able to be relaxed and he's able to forgive that person, he's expressing characteristics that his creator does, meaning Hashem. Shinamar says the Pesach, Hashem smelled the pleasant smell, and just previously we equated smelling and drinking, so you see when this person drinks and he's able to forgive other people, he's just like Hashem. And anyone that's settled or calmed by drinking wine, he doesn't drink too much, he's able to be calm and relaxed, and he's not wild after he drinks wine, he's just like the Shivim Zakenim, like the Sanhedrin. And more about wine, wine was given with 70 letters, meaning the gematria of wine is 70. The side and secret, Nitein Bayan says, the gematria of secret is also 70. When wine comes in, that's when all the secrets come out. That's when we know when a person drinks too much, so a lot of his inner secrets come out. The only reason why wine was created was to comfort mourners. And to give the Rishayim their reward in this world, they can enjoy drinking wine so they don't get reward in the next world. Shinamar says in the Pasuk, the Pasuk continues, give beer or old wine to the one that lost and wine to a bitter soul. 
Anyone that doesn't have wine pouring in his house like water, he's not included in the bracha that Hashem gives him. Shemar says the Pasik, and he will bless your bread and your water. And what do we learn from this comparison of bread and water? Just like bread can be purchased with money of Maeser Sheni, so to water can be purchased with money of Maeser Sheni. But that's not true. We know that water is not allowed to be purchased with money of Maeser Sheni. So Umayniyu, what are we talking about when we say that water is allowed to be purchased with money of Maeser Sheni? Yain, that's actually talking about wine. But we're calling it water. So what do we learn from this comparison? If wine is spilled in the house like water, then a person will have bracha. If not, a person is not going to have bracha. And Amr Abhi a person is recognizable whether or not he's an honest, worthy person of good character. Literally, this means his cup, meaning how well does he hold his wine. Bekisai, with his wallet, meaning how honest is he with his money. Ubekasai, and with his anger, meaning does he get angry often. The Amrilay, and some say, even with his laughter, does he laugh wildly? Does he laugh out of control? Or is he a controlled person when he laughs? And now we're going back to the sugas of Erev so let's review a little bit. When a non-Jew lives in the same Chatzar or Mavoy as Jews, they must rent his right of usage from him, called Schiros, in order to be able to use the Chatzar or Mavoy on Shabbos. According to Rabbi Ezer ben Yaakov in our Mishnah, this Gezerah only applies in a scenario that it's Shchiach, it's common for a non-Jew to live there, namely when there's more than one Jew living there with him. However, it's very uncommon for only one Jew to live with a Gentile because he's afraid the Gentile is going to kill him. So in that situation, since it's a Milsa Deloy Shchicha, there's no necessity to do Schiros. And now the Gemara says, We have a Jew and a non-Jew in the inner one, and a Jew in the outer one. Let's take a look on Daf Samach Vav Aleph, this next Daf. In the Hagais Habach, you'll see, on the right side, there's two pictures. The top picture shows that we have two Chatzeres, a Pnimis and a Chitzayna, so the only access that the inner one has to the Mavoy is going through the outer one. And we're going to be discussing a number of cases that revolve around this general setup, an inner one and an outer one. So the specific case we're talking about over here in the beginning of the Gemara is where we have a Jew and a non-Jew living in the inner Chatzar and we have a singular Jew living in the outer Chatzar and the question is do they have to do Schiros with this non-Jew? So the Gemara says Bamais Lefnei Rebbe this story came in front of Rebbe Va'asar he said it's Aser unless we do Schiros with the non-Jew Lefnei Rebbe Chia Va'asar he also said it's Aser unless we do Schiros with the non-Jew Yosef Rabbi Rev Yosef Beshili Pirkat Rav Sheshis they were sitting at the end of the Joshua Rav Sheshis Yosef Rav Sheshis Ve'ka'amar and Rav Sheshis was sitting and saying Keman Amar Rav According to whom did Rav say this halacha? It must be like Rav Meir in our Mishnah, because Rav Meir was one that required whenever we have one Jew and one non-Jew living together in the same Chatzar, that Jew still has to rent the right of usage from the non-Jew. Karkash Rabba Reshe, Rabba nodded his head in agreement with Rav Sheshes. I'm Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef said, Tregavi Ravari Karabanan, we have two great people like you rabbis, Litu Bahai Milsa, they're going to make a mistake in this matter. Ik Rav Meir, if this is like Rav Meir, Lamal Yisrael B'chitzayno, why do we have to say that there was a Yisrael in the outer Chatzar? It's not relevant. The only thing that's relevant is that there's a Jew and a non-Jew in the inner Chatzar. And Chitim, if you're going to suggest Maeser Shayakai Chaya, this was just a story. Why are you asking on the story? That's not true because they asked from Rav, what about just the inner Chatzar? We have one inner Chatzar that has a Jew and a non-Jew and no one else living in the vicinity. What's the halach over there? Amal Hanani told them, Mutter, that it's permitted for the Jew to carry without doing schirus from the non-Jew. So we see that we need to have the case set up that there's another Jew in the outer Chatzar. So Elamai, who are you going to say this is like? Kreb Lazar ben Yaakov? He said, I 
There has to be two Jews that ask each other from carrying in the Chatzar. And over here, we only have one Jew in the inner Chatzar and one Jew in the outer Chatzar. And if we had that situation without a non-Jew living there, they wouldn't ask each other from carrying without making an Arab with each other. So he says, So you're going to suggest that really this man was like Rabbi Kiva? The Amr Rabbi Kiva says, If we have a regal, meaning a person that's permitted to carry where he is, he could still ask for someone from carrying even though that person doesn't live in his place. Meaning, the inner person might be allowed to carry. However, he's going to ask for the person in the outer chutz from carrying unless he joins in an Erev with him. Why would that be? This is very important because the inner chutzer has access through the outer chutzer to get to the mavoi. So it's like the inner person also has rights of usage to the outer chutzer. And therefore, unless the inner and outer person make an Erev it would be Aser. So maybe we're going to say this is like Rabbi Kiva. If so, says Rabbi Yosef, Lamali Nachri, why would we have to establish that the other person living in the inner Chatzar is a non-Jew? Afil Yisrael Nami. Even if it's a Jew living in the inner Chatzar, those people would Aser the person from the outer Chatzar to carry unless they make an Erev together. So who's this member like? It's definitely not like Rabbi Meir or like Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov or like Rabbi Kiva. So like Mara says, Amr Rav Huna, Rabbi Yeshua, La'alem, Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov, Ucha Rabbi Kiva. It's like both of them together. What are we talking about over here? They had made an Erev, meaning the inner and outer Jews made an Erev together. The time of the Ikra Nachri Huda Asr. And the only reason why it's still Asr for them to carry is because there's a non Jew living on the inner Chatzar. However, if there's no non Jew living in the inner Chatzar, like Asr, then it wouldn't be Asr. So this memra is a combination of Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov and Rabbi Kiva's Shitas. Now the Gemara asks in the opposite case. He asks from Rav, We have a Jew and a non Jew in the outer Chatzar. And a Jew in the inner Chatzar. What's the halacha? Do they have to do Schirus? With the non-Jew, Hasam over there, meaning in this previous case that we mentioned, time mishum the shchiach the dire. It's common that we'll have a Jew and a non-Jew living in the inner chutzner together. The mirsas nachri, the non-Jew is afraid to do something to the Jew. The savar because he thinks hashta asi yisrael va'amrli. Now the Jew that lives in the outer chutzner is going to come into the inner chutzner and he's going to tell me yisrael to have a Where's that Jew that lives with you? Rashi explains that the non-Jew is not going to be able to say, oh, he went shopping because in order for him to go out into the Mavoy, he has to walk through the outer chutzer, and the Jew that lives in the outer chutzer would have seen his friend, the Jew, walking through. So therefore, the non-Jew is afraid to do anything to his neighbor, the Jew. Therefore, that would be a common case where they would live together in the same chutzer, and that's why they would have to do schiras. But in this case, where the Jew and non-Jew live in the outer chutzer, Amin Olay, I'm just going to tell him, says the non-Jew to himself, Nafak Azolay, that my Jewish neighbor, he went out on the town to go shopping, and then the Jew from the inner chutzer is not going to be able to say, no, he didn't, because he never saw him leaving. So therefore, that is an uncommon case of them living together, and therefore they would not have to do schiras. Idilmo, or perhaps Hachinami, even in this case, it's common for them to live together because Mirtas, the non-Jew, is still afraid. The Savar, he's always going to think, Now the Jew is going to come and he's going to see me harming the other Jew, so therefore he's not going to do anything, and therefore there would be a of schiras. So this was the question posed to Rav. Amrle, he responded, If you give something to a wise person, he's going to become wiser with it. Rashi says, even in this case, there would be a chiv to do schiras because the non-Jew is afraid to hurt the Jew. And now the Gemara brings more cases of Jews and non-Jews in the same chutzner together on Shabbos. They visited an inn for Shabbos. The tenant wasn't there, but the landlord was. Now Rashi explains that in this chutzner, there was an inn, a few Jewish houses, and a non-Jew living there. Now this non-Jew didn't own his own house. He was just renting it from his landlord, who was also a non-Jew. This non-Jewish tenant wasn't there for Shabbos, so they didn't have to do schiras with him. However, his landlord was there for Shabbos, and they were afraid that the tenant was going to return on Shabbos, prohibiting them from carrying there. So the Gemara says, 
Amru, these Talmidim said, could we rent the right of usage from the landlord himself, or do we have to rent it from the tenant? So here's the discussion. If the landlord's not able to kick the tenant out whenever he wants, we don't have a question, for sure they can't rent the right of usage from him, because the landlord has no rights over here. The whole question is, if the landlord's able to kick the tenant out whenever he wants, since the landlord can get rid of the tenant whenever he wants, so we could rent the right of usage from him because it's like he still has rights in this house. Or perhaps, right now, he hasn't kicked his tenant out yet, so therefore he has no rights, and therefore we're not able to rent the right of usage from him. Armel Henry Shlakish told them, Niskar, let's just rent the right of usage from the landlord, and we get to our rabbis in the south, Nishalahem, we're going to ask them what the halach is. Asu, Shailer of Afes, the Asher of Afes, Armel Henry told them, you did a good thing by renting it from the landlord, since this is a Takanud Rabbanon, we're going to be makel and lenient, and therefore what you did was very wise. And another situation, Rav Chanina Bar Yosef, Rav Chia Bar Abba, Rav Asi, Iklailahu Pondok, they visited an inn, the Asa Nachri Mari, the Pondok B'Shabato, and the non-Jewish owner of this inn came on Shabbos. And Rashi explains that they did not make an Erevei Chatseris before Shabbos. Now they're going to bring up the following suggestion. Are they able to rent the right of usage from this Gentile owner on Shabbos? And then they could all be mevatel their Rishos to one of them to allow at least that person to carry in this entire area? Or is this not allowed? And this is what the Gemara says. Amru, they said to each other, Are we allowed to rent his right of usage from him? On the one hand, maybe renting right of usage is like making an Erev. Just like the only time you're allowed to make the Erev, everyone's allowed to give bread to each other, is only on Erev Shabbos. If you want to rent his right of usage, it has to be done on Erev Shabbos. When we're renting his right of usage, that's just like Bittal Rishos. It's like he's nullifying his right of usage. And just like you're allowed to do Bittal Rishos on Shabbos, we're also allowed to rent his right of usage from him on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Reb Chanina Bar Yosef Amar Niskar, let's rent his right of usage from him on Shabbos. Reb Asi Amar, he said, Loi Niskar, we're not going to do that. Amar Lu Reb Chibar Abba, Nismachal Divrei Zakein V'Niskar, let's rely on the words of the elder, that's Reb Chibar Yosef, and we're going to rent his right of usage from him, and that's what they did. Asu Shaila Rabbi Yechanan, after Shabbos, they went and they asked Rabbi Yechanan, Amr Lahan, he told them, Samach Vavam Ralph on the top, Yafasisim Shishartem, because we're going to go Lakula when it comes to Erev, which is a Kanadar Abanon, so therefore what you did was very fine. We're going to end here for the day, we're going to pick up tomorrow with this Shita of Rabbi Yechanan, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.